And welcome again to Love This Bitch, uh, the self-compassion podcast. And I'm your host, Lisa, the Life Coach. So happy you could join me today. I am going to be talking about our feelings. So many people come to coaching and, you know, the idea is to feel less. (laughs) And, you know, and I understand that. You know, when I hired my coach, I wanted, you know, to manage my anxiety. And that's what I I help women do now. And so, yes, we want to, we want to learn those thoughts that are causing that extra suffering in our lives. Absolutely. But the first step to managing our emotions is actually to learn to feel our feelings. And I like to call them fifis, my fifis. (laughs) <laughs> because it makes them seem cute and harmless, which they are. They are completely harmless, but not always so cute. <laughs> we spend, you know, most of our time trying to chase positive feelings, which we generally wrongly believe are outside of ourselves, you know, in circumstances or in other people. And then we spend the rest of our time avoiding any difficult or negative emotions that we we don't want to experience. So we're just constantly chasing or running after different emotional experiences and not really actually experiencing our life and the emotions that, you know, that come from having a human life, you know, the joys and the pains. Um, Instead, we're on this rat race almost as it is to try and catch the good feelings and avoid the bad feelings. But, you know, human life, it involves negative emotions. That is a part of our life. Right now, if if you have an unmanaged mind, then, you know, through thought work, you can absolutely decrease your negative emotions. Um, we put ourselves through a lot of suffering and pain, anxiety through our thoughts that we don't have to experience. That is true. But negative emotions in general are a part of life. You're not going to reach some point where you never experience a negative emotion. Coaching or anything you try is not going to turn you into an emotionless robot. Well, I have heard some people say that some medications can make them feel that way. But they have generally said that in a negative way because they don't they don't want to not have any emotions, right? They want to at least be able to feel positive emotions. But if you never experience negative emotion, you know, where's the contrast? How do you know the positive? And and that's part of our life is the human life is the contrast, the pleasure, the pain, the joy, the sadness. It's all part of our shared human experience. And you know, avoiding or resisting certain emotions, it only increases your suffering. You know, it creates a lot of destructive behaviors. We try to to numb ourselves or to to buffer or like to distract ourselves, you know, by chasing those those feel good moments, chasing those dopamine hits, you know, and that might be drinking, drugs, sleeping, Netflix binging, food shopping, sex, you know, things that 
could be enjoyable in, in moderation, some of them, but, you know, we're using them to distract and numb and check out of our life and our experiences because we're afraid of those negative emotions. So, you know, we're abusing those things in our, you know, desperate attempts to avoid negative feelings. But when your brain is, is trying to tell you something and it's creating sensations in your body, right? That's, that's a message from your brain, your feelings. Anxiety, for example, that's an alert from your brain. And if your brain is trying to alert you to something that it perceives as a threat, whether that's true or not, that, that's another thing we, we're going to talk about in other episodes. But if your brain thinks that and it's sending you this alarm and you're ignoring it, <laughs> it's only going to make your brain more frantic. And it's going to be like, okay, I've got to turn this alarm up because she's not listening. And then, you know, resisting emotions instead of trying to ignore them. If you just try to just resist and white knuckle and be strong, we like to say we're being strong, that only increases their strength, right? You're, you're blocking them up inside. You're like building a dam <laughs> and they're, they're going to break through generally at a more inopportune moment and cause a lot of extra <laughs> trouble. Um, plus you can't, you can't heal what you don't feel. So you can't move past things when they're actually blocked up inside you. Instead, you're just carrying it with you. And it also resists, there's this theory called the ironic process theory. And it's sometimes known as the white bear problem. So it describes how if you deliberately attempt su to suppress certain thoughts, then you're more likely to have them. <laughs> there, There's a quote by a Russian author whose name I probably will destroy, but Frodor Deftosky. <laughs> I'm sorry, FD. I'm going to call you FD. Um, so this Russian author wrote in Winter Notes on Summer Impressions in 1863, a quote, and it, it says, try to pose for yourself this task, not to think of a polar bear, and you will see that the cursed thing will come to mind every minute. <laughs> So that's where that whole thing comes from when people will say, like, don't think about pink elephants. And immediately you think about pink elephants. So, you know, that's the, the same way if you just try to resist your emotion or resist something and just like, don't think about that. Don't feel that. It's not, it's not going to work. It's just going to make it stronger. So resistance just makes the negative emotion stronger. And if, you know, if you try avoiding instead of ignoring or resisting, then you're going to have to avoid so many things in life because you think they could cause these negative feelings. You know, you, you'll have to avoid certain relationships and deeper connections with people so you don't have to face rejection and the, the thoughts and feelings that that'll cause. You know, you're going to avoid new opportunities and new things because they're strange and, and they might be hard and you might not be able to do them. You know, anything that might lead to a negative emotion, pain, sadness, shame, anxiety, or rejection, you will be avoiding those activities to try and avoid those emotions. So, you know, you won't be able to, to grow and put yourself out there and deepen your relationships and seek new opportunities in your professional life. All those things you'll be running from because you're trying to avoid these negative emotions that you don't want to have. But if you can learn to have any emotion, then 
you are unstoppable. You can do anything, right? If you know that no matter what you feel, what sensations you're experiencing in your body, you can handle it and you will be okay. You've been there. You felt pain. You felt anxiety. You've you felt heartbreak. You felt these things before, right? And you know that you can make it through, that you can feel them, that you can handle them. When you know that, because you've been processing those emotions and building that strength, that emotional resilience, then you're not afraid. You're not afraid to be vulnerable in your relationships. You're not afraid to to try new things, right? To, to start your own business, to write that book, to reach out to that new or potential partner or friendship, you know, or whatever it might be, that fear, it lessens and you're able to do those things because you know that no matter what happens, you can handle the feelings that you may have. When you're, when you're willing to experience any feeling, then you have the power. You're taking your power back and you're not letting your emotions control your life. So what that means is that you're not taking actions just to avoid feeling a certain way or taking actions to try to make yourself feel a certain way. You know that you can handle them. You can experience them, right? You don't have to live your life trying to chase or avoid these emotions. And it's really, it doesn't work anyways because it's your thoughts that cause your feelings and not your circumstances. which is what the the podcast is is mostly it's it's all about and that's what coaching is about is about you know thought work and how changing our thoughts changes our feelings but we'll get to that before you jump ahead to the step where you change your thoughts <laughs> and feelings you have to get the foundation the foundation down and that is being able to process your emotions and not being afraid to feel your feelings and, you know, you might be thinking, okay, Lisa, I, I feel my feelings. I have so many feelings. <laughs> I'm tired of feeling. I get that a lot. But that doesn't mean that you're actually allowing your feelings and processing them instead of avoiding and resisting. You know, if you haven't actually been present and just sat with your emotions and processed them, then you're probably feeling so many emotions because you're repressing and blocking, you know, and feeling anxious and stressed and exhausted <laughs> over all of those efforts. So, you know, before we work on the thoughts that are causing the feelings, we have to start with the feelings and our willingness to have them. As Parvi Trevetti says, control your feelings, otherwise your feelings will have controlled you. So when you're running around, like I said, doing things to avoid your feelings, then your feelings are controlling your life. You're actually being led by those emotions. You know, when you're acting out of fear, anger, stress, or anxiety, you know, then you tend to act impulsively and you tend to act without thinking, which then leads to a lot of thoughts about regret, (laughs) you know, and things that we wish we had done differently. And that's a whole nother area to be coached on. So what you want is to take action out of thought and consideration, right? So you don't want to be taking actions to avoid emotions, to obtain certain emotions, or 
because you're having anger or stress or anxiety, take, you know, impulsive actions without without thinking. Emily Fletcher, she does Ziva meditation and she's always always says, um, stress makes you stupid. <laughs> and it sounds harsh. And a lot of people, you know, they think that they need their stress. And that's what she works with a lot of artists, uh, like Grammy winners and things like that. And athletes and that's something that she has to work with them on because they think that that stress makes them better but you know stress actually sets off a whole lot of processes in our body to make us you know fight flight or freeze um, but really to shut down everything and it makes you stupid (laughs) you don't need all that higher level thinking when you're trying not to get eaten by a tiger So what we want is to take action with thought and consideration. And we don't want to just react to every thought that pops in our head or every emotion that that pops up without question, right? We want to live with intention. We want to choose our actions and because we want to choose actions that line up with our long-term goals. We don't want to keep spinning our wheels in one place and, you know, taking actions out of fear of negative emotions. That is something that is a process and something to work on is allowing your emotions, processing them, and not judging them. And what we want and what people try to do is, you know, they want to change their feelings, but you can't change a feeling directly. If you've ever been sad and someone comes up to you and they're like, don't be sad, or they say, hey, be happy, smile, (laughs) <laughs> Were you like, oh, gosh, I'm so glad that you that you told me I should just not be sad. That cleared everything up. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, you didn't. Because that doesn't work, right? You can't just willpower an emotion away. You can't just be like, oh, yes, I forgot. Happy. Click. Happy now. It doesn't work that way. And the reason that you can't just switch those feelings like that is because your thoughts cause your feelings. And, you know, you can change your thoughts. <laughs> And that is, you'll learn about that and all the other episodes. And if you would like to to take this work deeper and work with me one-on-one, we'll work on that. But, you know, your feelings are actually, you know, what helps you through that process. And it actually lets you know when you're trying to change new thoughts and or use new thoughts to change the thought that you're having to thoughts that serve you better. Um, your feelings are what let you know that new thoughts are working. If you change a thought, and you say, okay, how does this feel in my body? Does this feel different than the thought that I was having? Is this the feeling that I'm looking for? If that thought's not creating those feelings, it's because you don't believe it. And you might need to try a more neutral thought that you do believe. And again, this is all that's all more deeper level work to, to start changing those thoughts. But you can't even do that work if you don't know how you're you know, how you feel if you don't know, like, okay, this, this feels good in my body. Or, okay, this is feeling, I'm feeling some tightness in my chest here, little shortness of breath. This is not a thought that's creating good feelings for me. And those feelings are kind of like the thermometer (laughs) for your thoughts and if they're serving you or not. So if you're not willing to experience your feelings And then you won't be able to tell if your thoughts are are getting you the results that you want because you're not willing to be open to your feelings. You're not used to experiencing them. So you wouldn't know how a new thought felt, like if it felt better, 
if you don't experience how the old thought makes you feel. You know, if you can't see the difference, if you won't let yourself feel what it is the old thought is creating in your body, then, you know, how do you know that the new thought makes you feel better? If you're just like, well, I'm shutting it down. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> then, you you know, you won't be able to check if the new thought works. So the whole process of thought work, you need to, to feel your emotions and be familiar with them to make it work. So in order to start experiencing your emotions that you can change or can do work or so you can be fearless that's not a hundred percent but so you can be willing to to have your emotions then first you have to be aware of them awareness precedes change so the first thing you have to do is to be aware of your feelings and then to process them we tend to just want to jump right over all that jump right into feeling better (laughs) but again when your brain is trying to alert you to a threat and you ignore it it's just going to turn up It's going to get louder. So you're not just going to feel a negative emotion, come on, and then start rallying off happy thoughts. That's not what thought work is. That's still avoiding and resisting. If if you're trying to just shut the the emotional valve off (laughs) using a thought, that's not how it works. What you want to do is to start to be aware of your thoughts and feelings throughout the day. So this is something you can start now. You can practice on your own. And this will be uncomfortable. You know, you'll have to to feel negative emotions and, and notice them and pay attention to them um, when you've been trying so hard for so long to avoid them. But it will be worth it. To build the emotional resilience, you have to do the work, right? If you go into the gym and you work out, you get stronger. So this is the same thing. You're going to process the negative emotions. You're going to let them be and you're going to become stronger and more able to manage them. So what I want you to do is to be present when you have these feelings. And what that means is to bring attention to your body and the physical sensations that you're experiencing. Emotions are just sensations in our bodies. They're not going to harm you and you're not going to die. may feel like it sometimes, but you're not. So, for example, if you are feeling anxiety, then I want you to bring yourself back into your body and out of your head, which is where all those anxiety-causing thoughts are. So we do want to allow the feeling, right? So what I want you to do is to allow the feeling and to describe the sensations that you're experiencing in your body. And you can say that out loud, describe it to yourself, Or a common way that I learned from Carl Lowenthal, a common way to think of it is to imagine that you're talking to an alien. So picture your own little alien, create him or her, and imagine that this alien, they don't know anything about human emotions, right? But they do understand physical sensations. The alien has a body. So he does understand that. So you're trying to explain what you're feeling. You're trying to explain the emotion to him using the physical sensations that you're experiencing. It's like, do you feel a turning in your stomach? Maybe a tightness or a pressure in your chest? Is your heart racing? Do you you feel like you're not getting enough air? Do you feel hot? Does your skin tingle, right? So describe all those things that are going on. Let the alien know the physical sensations. 
And then, you know, as you're describing that, be like, okay, this is blank. Label the emotion. Okay, you know, my chest feels tight. I'm having trouble getting air. My skin's kind of hot and tingly. And my muscles are very tight. This is anxiety. And whatever that negative emotion is, in this example, anxiety, label it. Go through the physical, come out of the mind and into the body, and then label it. This is anxiety, or this is sadness, this is shame. So just bring that awareness and note what you're feeling in the body and just allow the emotion to be, right? Don't try to stop it, repress it, just feel it, sit with it, and process it through describing it physically in your body and labeling the emotion you're feeling. And, you know, sometimes I just sit with this. Sometimes I set an alarm for maybe five minutes or longer, but you just want to give yourself time. And you'll generally know because you'll start to feel the emotion lessen, you know, like the tightness in your chest will start to subside. Your breathing will start to slow down, um, those kind of things. So take your time with it and, and don't rush it and don't try to, you know, shut the feeling down and just allow yourself to, to get out of your head and focus on those physical sensations. And that will help lessen the intensity of the feeling. And it'll also give your brain the attention like, oh, okay, we're, we're, she's paying attention. <laughs> and it'll bring awareness to the fact that a feeling is just sensations in the body. It's caused by the thoughts that you're having. And there's no threat. You're safe. Right. You may have some uncomfortable sensations going on, but you are safe. Nothing is happening. Everything is okay. You are not under attack. You're not going to be eaten by a tiger. That'll help the brain be like, okay, we don't have to keep turning up this alarm. We don't have to ramp it up. We're addressing the issue. So, you know, when you're trying to just escape those difficult emotions, then you're just going to stay in panic mode and you won't be able to think clearly. So imagine, you know, if you were physically trapped somewhere and if you panic and you start thinking, no, 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 I can't be trapped here. The walls are closing in. This can't be happening. Right. And then you're freaking out. You're panicking. And so then you're like climbing the walls. You're running all over the place. You're desperately searching for a way out. But if you stop and you sit for a minute, right, and you allow yourself to acknowledge like, okay, I seem to be trapped and I see the reality, I see the walls around me, right, and sit and think, right, and be more accepting of, of the circumstances so that you're not panicking and running all over, right, then you can think of a way out because, you know, you've sat down, you've been like, okay, there's walls, I see the walls, is there a door, is there a window? That is a, a better way to process that situation than if you're just like freaking out, running around, I'm trapped, I'm trapped, I don't want to be trapped, I don't want to do this, I can't be trapped, right? But if you're like, okay, I feel trapped, I, I think I'm trapped, let's evaluate, then you're in a whole different situation. You're much more likely to find a way out um, because you're not in survival mode. So your thinking, <laughs> your ability, your upper reasoning skills, all that is not shut down. <laughs> And you can stop and think of a way out and, you know, be able to actually evaluate the situation. So that's what, you know, we're learning to do instead of 
panicking instead of, and don't judge, don't judge panicking and, and anxiety attacks. That's not what I'm saying. But instead of being afraid and resisting and panicking, like, I can't be having a panic attack. Why am I feeling this way? Why am I having anxiety right now? You know, instead of judging, resisting, and beating yourself up, what you're going to be working on is allowing yourself to feel your feelings, to sit with them and process them instead of running away in fear. And then, you know, you can think clearly. And from there, then we can start talking about thoughts and how to change them in a way that serves us. Once we've worked on, you know, not being terrified of our feelings and running from them, then we can have our minds in a place that's not survival mode, in a place that allows us to think clearly and evaluate our thoughts and see, oh, these are causing my anxiety. These are causing my anger, my shame, my sadness. I can change these thoughts, right? But that's not something you'll be able to get to if you can't feel the feelings to start with. So it's a lot of information. Try to practice the alien exercise and feeling those sensations in your body. And if you want to go deeper with this work, if you are interested in learning how to feel your feelings and process them and change your thoughts so that you experience less unnecessary anxiety or pain and suffering, then, you know, please feel free to reach out with me. There's links in the show notes. You can find find me on Instagram at Lisa Oglesby Coaching LLC. You can find me on Facebook at Lisa the Life Coach. I would love to talk with you more about working with me one-on-one and really applying this work to your life and transforming your life the way my coach did with me, the way I do with my clients now. And it's an amazing experience and process. And I just love, I love being a part of it and that that's my job. So I encourage you to reach out if that's something that you're interested in. And, you know, check out the other episodes. Leave me a five-star review and a rating if you love it. That way iTunes and the other platforms will share it with other women who may also benefit from listening. And just be kind to yourself. Love yourself. And have a fantastic week, and I'll catch you next time.